0: I honestly believe where there's unity, there's acceleration. And I believe when we unite with Him and we unite around what He loves. See, He loves His church. He loves the diversity of His church. He loves the richness of His church. You ever want to complain about the church, go ahead, but you will never get Jesus agreeing with you. I've done it many times. I've had to go. Why? Because the church is full of people like you and me. Failure, misunderstandings, grumpiness. I'm just talking about me. But the point I'm making is, if you talk to Him, He will always smile and say, but she's my bride. She's my bride. I'm using language that the Bible uses here. It's a metaphor. And it's just basically God saying, I'm the head. The church is the body. I'm connected to the body. Imagine a body with no head. Yeah, pretty ugly. Pretty weird. But imagine a head with no body. I think that's equally just as weird. So he's the head, we're the body. And unity from God's perspective, Psalm 133 literally says, it's like the precious oil that runs down the head of Aaron, down his beard, onto his robes. It's a picture of a continual flow. And I am believing that our church is going to experience a continual flow. More and more people wanting to get involved. More and more people connecting with Jesus and his plans and purposes for their lives. I believe for acceleration for this second half of the year. I believe for the jobs that you're in, that you're going to see breakthroughs, doors opening. You're going to see favour where often there's not been favour. You're going to see a change of heart. There's going to be new staff members. There's going to be new ideas coming in the second half of this year. New ideas that's going to bring release. It's going to bring new relationships. It's going to bring new opportunities. Maybe it's been tough so far, but I'm telling you, you're going to. see acceleration and when you see acceleration it's a speeding up you're more efficient there's more things get done I believe this year anybody want to believe with me this year you're going to accomplish more in less time you're going to have only a few conversations not many many conversations but a few conversations that's going to actually go somewhere when you speak people are going to listen in Jesus name but I'm telling you it's better to believe than to not believe it's better to have faith than to not have faith We all have faith. It's just where do we put our faith? Where do we put our trust? Are you gonna trust yourself or are you gonna trust God? Are you gonna trust His promises or are you gonna trust failure? I honestly believe that unity brings so much positiveness. It brings so much good and so much resource. That's why God is talking to His church what He sees. And a continual flow literally means that basically the whole body Is functioning. The whole body is anointed. The whole body is in a relationship with a loving Savior. In other words, there's not a distance, there's not a disconnect. I really believe this part of the year you're going to come closer. I really believe you're going to come closer to His heartbeat for your life and for your future. I believe when it's happening in your life, it's going to be happening for our church. See, because the church is a gathering of people. And so if your life is going forward, I believe the church will go forward. If the church is going forward, it's only because people are going forward. And I hope that you always understand that, that that's the blessing of serving God. Let me just give you perspective a little bit. And 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 it's found in Acts chapter 6. I've been talking about keeping the flow. Don't stop the flow. And I don't believe anyone in this room would deliberately want to stop the flow. It's a different spirit. I believe there's a desire to keep the flow going, to stay connected. And I want to continue today with this, the impact of unity. And there's no better way to see the impact of unity than to see the church. The book of Acts. The book of Acts is just the acts of the Holy Spirit. The acts of the apostles. The acts of ordinary people like you and I who encountered Jesus and they got involved and they started to really just have an expectation that God can do anything. And it brought so much momentum and it brought strength and it brought so many good things. Well, let me read another one for you. And that is in Acts chapter six. This is interesting because this is about, again, the power of unity. And it says this, as the numbers of followers of Jesus kept growing, there was tension between the Greek speaking Jews and the native Hebrew speaking Jews. The Greek speaking Jews claimed that their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. Now there is suggestions or commentaries that say it wasn't about food. It wasn't really about money. It was about something else. Well, at the end of the day, there was people that had need and the church found itself involved in ministering to that need. So it doesn't really matter whether it's food or money right now. What is important is that there was need and we had the capacity as the church to meet that need. The 12 apostles called the group of believers together and said, it is not right for us to be neglecting the preaching of God's Word in order to administer food and provisions or to get involved in this need. So then, friends, choose seven men amongst you who are well-known, well-respected, to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And we will put them in charge of this matter we ourselves then will give our full time to prayer and the work of preaching and teaching. The whole group was united. The whole group was united with the apostles' proposal. So they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Pecorus, Nicanor, Timon, Paramanimus, or whatever his name is, and Nicholas, a Gentile from Antioch who had earlier been converted to Judaism. The group presented them to the apostles who prayed and commissioned them To carry out this responsibility. So the word of the Lord continued to spread. The number of followers of Jesus in Jerusalem greatly increased, and a great number of priests also accepted the faith. What I love about unity is that it speeds everything up. What I love about a united heart, a united purpose see, they all met together in one location logistics, but they went from logistics, one location, to one heart, one purpose, a common purpose. And it caused such a momentum. It caused such an acceleration that more people were reached than ever before. And I just love this because this is the story of the church. And I don't believe that it's different for the 21st century. And I want to always remind ourselves that we get our faith from the Word of God. That's where your faith comes. If there's no word, there's no faith. That's where your faith comes from, the Word of God. Amen. And and it's amazing when you read the Word and you read it correctly. In other words, what it's about and what Jesus has done for us. Faith can arise. Well, I get faith when I see this. So first of all, we see the church growing. And because it was growing, issues rose. The particular issues here is the the Greek-speaking Jews and the native Hebrew-speaking Jews. So there was different Languages, different cultures, different people from different backgrounds. Well, let's speed up to the 21st century. Hillsong Berlin's not that far away. When the church got started, there was a lot of differences. And here, because the church was growing, tensions rose. And there's no different from our community. We got people from all walks of life and there's going to be tensions. We got people from different cultures, different backgrounds, different languages, In other words, let me say this, we've got enough in this room to divide us. It's a miracle that this even works. But the church has been a miracle of God from the beginning, from when it was started. Rome could never figure it out. The religious systems of the day could never figure it out. Even today, our politics and our policies Our pluralism and our secularism and all the isms that we can come up with can never figure out the miracle of the church, the diversity of the church, the wonder and the majesty of how Jesus embraces the differences And He embraces the backgrounds of all of us. And He doesn't agree with everything that we do and everything we say and everything we think. He doesn't have to agree. He's bigger than that. He's a God Himself. He loves us beyond ourselves. He loves us when we cannot see a better us because He always sees a better us. See, we've got to be willing to lay our culture down and surrender it to Kingdom culture. We've got to make our culture, wherever it is and wherever it's from, it's secondary to kingdom culture because the church made progress when it became focused on God and His kingdom and not their culture because their culture got them into trouble. I mean, how much trouble could we get into this room right now if we just started allowing it to be about culture? And I just want you to understand, a united church is bigger than our preferences. It's bigger than our opinions. It's bigger than our desires and our wants and our whims. It's bigger than our cultures. A united church is really only possible because of a relationship with a person called Jesus who has loved each and every one of us with an unconditional love for God so loved the world that he gave his only son God has not seen has seen every culture he's seen every diverse thing that you and I can even come up with and he still committed himself to the betterment of humanity's future I'm telling you church unity is not the work of men it's not the work of a pastor it's not the work of anyone else except the work of God But what happened is that there were issues. And growth does bring tension. Maybe your business is growing, it will bring tension. Maybe what you're a part of is growing and it's going to bring tension. Economies grow, but tension arises. See, when something's growing, tensions will arise. See, naturally speaking, this was enough to separate them. Why aren't you looking after my... Why aren't you looking after my tribe? Why aren't you meeting the needs of my group? Why aren't you looking after this group? Why aren't you bringing a Bible study to this group? Why aren't you doing? And it's amazing how these voices can rise when we forget about the grace of God. And so what happened is those who were leading, the apostles basically made a decision, okay, there is a tension, there is a neglect, there is an issue, it's coming out of growth. We thank God for the growth. But what I love about this is the growth brought tension, but the unity brought solutions. The growth brought tension, but the unity brought solutions. Let me say it in a natural way. A football team could find itself in the finals or in the semifinals. Maybe it's a club that's never been there before. See, the growth brought tension, but the unity brought solutions. This happens, naturally speaking, in so many aspects of life. How much more should it work for the, whole, for the church and the Lord Jesus Christ, the church that He loves, the church that He's building, amen? So all I'm asking, church, is that we would consider. And it says that they united around what was proposed. You know, I love that the apostles didn't actually have to choose the seven. It, there was, there was a, a sense of, well, the, these people are well-known. In other words, they were credible. They're already doing it. And often in life, you don't wait to become a leader. You're usually doing it before you ever get acknowledged as a leader. And I just believe that the truth is, it's coming out of who you are, not what your label or title says, amen. And so there was a solution here. So the solution was that we need more people involved. And I love it because the apostles didn't say, oh, well, we'll have to stop the Word and, oh, I'm sorry, church, we've got no message on Sunday for you because we've got to do this now. I love that the picture wasn't more a few people doing everything. The picture here was more people getting involved, doing a lot more to build strength, to build unity, to build momentum acceleration comes by a spirit of unity how much could me and Joyce do personally on our own how many hours would it take to visit every dinner party on a Thursday night you see what I'm trying to say is is we have to understand when God's body starts to function everybody starts to commit to playing their part It's amazing how the oil continues to flow and solutions become the focus, not the problems, not the division, not the separatism, not the segregation, not the differences. The fact is, is that we don't find ourselves divided by our backgrounds. We find ourselves united around His promises, united around His consistency, united around God's goodness and His His mercy towards us. But what I love about it is, is that they brought them to the apostles, and then commissioned them. They prayed for them to carry this responsibility. And listen, this is what it says. So the word of God in Jerusalem continue to spread. See, you can't spread if you're not growing. And so as a Hillsong Berlin, we're not gonna spread until we continue to keep the momentum of growth, but we won't keep growing if we're not united. And I believe that we're in a significant time in our church. I know you've come from different nations. I know you've come from different cities. I know you've come from different cultures. I know you've come from different backgrounds, but God's got you here. We're here for something bigger. We're here for something significant. All I'm asking is, would you play your part? Would you surrender? Would you stay surrendered? Would you be willing to be a part of the oil that continues to flow? He wants the oil to continue to every part of the body. Amen. Well, the solutions were found and the blessing and the fruit continued The Word of God continued to spread. The numbers of followers of Jesus in Jerusalem greatly increased, greatly increased, greatly increased. What are we believing for at Hillsong Berlin? Greater increase, greater increase, greater increase. (laughs) It can't be just the dream of a pastor. It can't be just the dream of a few. It's got to be the desire of His people. It's got to be the desire and the aspiration of God's people. It greatly increased and a great number of priests also accepted the faith. And these are the things that stood out to me. Do I have a want to go to church mentality? Do I want to get involved and get connected mentality? Do I have a growing desire to pray and to keep praying? Am I quick to apply the Word of God to my life? Am I becoming more generous? Am I moving away from the ritual and the ceremony to the celebration and the family? Do I focus on Jesus, the grace giver? Amen. Well, I'm telling you, when you decide to continue to move forward and to keep your eyes on Jesus and all that He is, it's amazing how unity comes. And what is the fruit of unity? What is the impact of unity? Hearts are open. Hands go up quicker. When there's unity in the house, trusting God is greater, enthusiasm is stronger. When there's unity in the house, gaps are closed and people wanna serve and get involved and find solutions to some of the tensions. When there's unity, solutions become more easier. Amen, amen, amen. I believe God is speaking for His people to be united around Him and His purposes. So let's speed it up in Jesus' Name. Let's speed up the work of Jesus. Let's see your life go forward. Let's see acceleration in the second half of this year. Things are opening. Things are changing. People are stirred. Hands are going up. Hearts are opening. Lives are being changed. Solutions are coming. People are serving. Gaps are being closed. Come on, church. Let's believe for the supernatural work of Jesus to go forward.